0: Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Peace in the Middle podcast, a platform that provides clarity, insight, and growth to leaders worldwide through practical application and the Christian faith. My name is Wakia, and I'm your host. Hi, ladies. Welcome to Peace in the Middle. In today's episode, we're going to talk about dealing with doubts. You know, doubts, disbeliefs. <laughs> you know, when you just, I don't know, when you know, you're know you not quite, you know, you sort of believe it, but you really don't believe it. And if you talk about it in your true heart, mm, you just don't really, you know, you lack that trust, right? That lack of trust. And so today, I wanted to talk to you A little bit about that. So, (laughs) we're 21 days into the new year. You know, we got a new inauguration. We got all these great, wonderful things happening. Uh, We have the vaccine being rolled out. It looks like everything is going great. Like, it looks like there's a, a space to, you know, be encouraged and be, you know, happy. And things are going, going, going. And possibilities and yay, yay. Woo, woo. All that. Right. But I don't know. You know, I just went through this very quick season of. Just feeling apart, you know, just feeling apart from God, apart from what I was, what my vision was, apart from my direction and where I thought I should be going um, for a quick second of there. I just felt like I had gotten off track in some spaces, I guess, because I took my eyes off of what should have been important to me. And I start, so you sort of deviate right? So I decided in 2021, (laughs) I am going to be talking to you ladies about things um, as I start to experience them, right? I feel like that's like the easiest way to be my true most authentic self is to not give you encouragement and motivation after I've already conquered that area of the valley, but to actually talk to you and encourage you Um, alongside, you know, as we're going through the Valley experience together. And so while I am talking to you, encouraging you, this same encouragement I'm giving out is also encouraging me. So we'll see how this works. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, doubts. What does that look like? What is that? That's sort of crazy. So I was reading this book um, by one of my um, friends and really good book. It, it was called, it's called, um, save, no, kill the busy, save the bee by a lady named Yvonne Marie. And so the book is just really all about, you know, being intentional and she, and she really focuses on Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know that I am God. Right. Love that. One of my favorite scriptures. So, you know, she sort of goes into that a little bit and she has this little, she has this, this algorithm in there and I'm going to do my best to try to quote it, but if I'm not mistaken, it was something like, um, faith in God plus knowing God equals trust in God. So that little algorithm really did, really did stick with me. Because just like I said earlier that when I had went through this little segment of the season of uncertainty, it was literally because I was just far from God. Like there wasn't a knowing part there. It wasn't a, that, that, that knowing that, that yada experience, right. That intimate, that intimate experience, um, of just really knowing him and, and, and staying in his, in his spirit. So I don't know where you ladies are in your journeys right now. Um, but, you know, I feel like most of us have either experienced this or will experience it. So if you've experienced it and you could just cheer, cheer, you know, say, yes, yes, she's she, she teaching and preaching now. <laughs> or if you haven't experienced, you could just listen and just say, you know, tuck this little nuggets away for when you need them. Right. Because this is really just to be a source of encouragement um, for you um, in your journey. So what does doubt look like for me? Like, what does doubt look like when it shows up? For me, it is definitely one of those times where I can't trust any of my, I can't trust my sight (laughs) is my truth, right? You know, like I'm questioning everything, like, okay, well, this pops up and I'm thinking I should take this job. I'm not really sure. This opportunity comes up. I'm thinking I should take this opportunity, but I'm not really sure. I want to invest in this, but I'm not, I don't really know. And I don't know, it almost shows up I, I feel it more when it shows up for me more like in a um, fear-like space. like I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's fear because I don't really categorize it as fear at that, in that moment, but I can definitely tell you there's a lot of uncertainty there. And I think when I track that uncertainty down to the bottom, I think it, it resonates in a, in a reservoir of fear, right? Fear of falling, fear of making a mistake. Of the risk that that I'm gonna take once I do something, right? They're like the risk of it because I don't know what's around the bend, right? I'm sort of making this decision based off a very limited, um, a, but very limited information. So as I'm trying to make this decision, you sort of get a little, I sort of get a little, uh, a little worried that this is the right thing. So well, then, what ended up happening for me is that. I sort of just shut it down because I like to collect data. First of all, let me tell y'all, tell that about you. Tell, tell y'all that, ladies, that I love to collect data. I love to understand what's happening. I love to, um, to you know, look at past ex- people's past experiences. I love to, you know, just, just talk to different people and get different, you know, different viewpoints of it because I'm smart enough to know that I'm not, my view is just literally coming from my view. It's not coming from... I don't have a whole. I don't have a, a well-rounded view of this situation because one, because I'm right in the middle of it, right? So I'm smart to understand that that there are so many things I don't know, and I'm making this decision based off what I don't know, you know, off of the little bit of stuff that I know. Um, and the bigger the decision, the more data I feel like I need to capture. Like I just need to capture, capture, capture it. Now, in all fairness, I don't really get boggled down as much by what is it. Um uh, what well, analysis paralysis. Like I really don't get that. I don't really go into that level. At least I don't think I do. But what I can tell you is I like to sort of understand. I like to know. Like that is that is probably one of my biggest, my biggest um hiccups. Um but if any of you all are familiar with the whole Enneagram and the Enneagram um motivational assessment or personality assessment. Uh, I am totally a five on the Enneagram chart <laughs> where I like to gather, gather, gather and assess, assess, assess. And uh, in times of stress, my my first and foremost thing is to withdraw, right? That's what I t- tend to do. I like to, you know, like a, like a squirrel, sort of squirrel away some nuts. I like to take it da, 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 and sort of hold it and sort of just look at it for a little while. You know, it's, it's so funny because as I was saying that, I was thinking about... Um, What's that, you know, that movie, uh, Lord of the Rings, right? The little gourmet thing or, or whatever. He was like, oh, my precious. <laughs> that's, how I, <laughs> like, that's how I can totally be when it comes down to me, like gathering information to make some decisions. So yeah, my precious is what I'm saying. So when I am in doubt, when I feel like I'm in this, this space of doubt, doubt you know, looks very different for different people. For me, when, when it shows up, like I said, it's in that fear space, it's in that, that really uncertainty space. Um, but really in that in that whole space, what it really shows up to me looking like is that it's not, um, it's just not safe and I can't trust anything is, is really where I am. So I don't know if that resonates with you. And, oh, and you know what it is too, and I think this this is something significant, so I don't know if this will resonate, is you feel that, I feel a sense of lost, like just lost, you know? So the whole scripture about, Lord, your your word is a lamp unto my feet, you know what I'm saying? Like that right there doesn't resonate with me because I feel like I have no light. I have no, I have none of that happening right now. You know what I'm saying? And think about it. It's one thing to doubt or feel that with people, but it's another completely different thing to feel that with God. So I think that's where I'm, going to, I'm coming from today is when you're experiencing that lost feeling, that separation feeling, that, um, yeah, that, that far away feeling from God, right? I think that is just, maybe it's just me, but that is truly one of the worst feelings for me. Just one of the absolute worst. And... It's so subtle, right? It's like one moment you feel, well, for me, I feel like yesterday he was right here and then I look up today and, he is no, and he's not there. And then the next day I go, he's not there. And I feel myself calling out like David in the Psalm saying, Lord, how long are you just going to stand there and do nothing? How, where are you, Lord? Where are you? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those things, right, where you have those moments of just feeling like you're just lost. So that is the feeling that I wanna talk about today. So hey, listen, we nine, 10 minutes into this podcast. If you know that in truth, that you ain't ever had this feeling and this feeling don't resonate with you. And you like this chick right here is just talking crazy. Feel free to log laugh off, Because <laughs> obviously this isn't for you, right? But if this resonates with you in even the smallest bit, then I ask that you continue. and um, And I'm gonna give you some tips that I found that I literally used within the last week or so, last week, I'm like, yeah. Basically, in the last week or so, to help me through that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Because while I understood that my doubts, rationally, I understood that what I was feeling was just completely unreasonable. Like I realized, like logically, because again, I'm a data collector. Logically, I realized that it was completely irrational. Mm -hmm. But my heart still did not. My my heart was still like, no, we by by, we by ourselves right now. Like we're just where God. Where are you? God is not here. You know, Um, especially if you're in that place in your life where you're really trying to pursue your purpose, right? You're really pursuing your purpose and you're trying to do that thing that you feel like God had gave you the vision to pursue, right? You feel like you're that's what you're on the path of, but either doors keep closing or, or um, you always seem to be in the right place at the wrong time. You just you know, you just missed the boat or you just missed that loan application or you just missed this or you was just a little, your credit just wasn't good enough for this or you just couldn't do this or you, you know what I'm saying? You just missed meeting that person or you, by the time you met that person, they had already secured something with someone else or, you know what I'm saying? You didn't get a chance to get this contract because of this or you was just a little too late. And so you feel like you're costly chasing after that thing, right? And so you, after a while, and again, maybe this, isn't, maybe this isn't just truth. Maybe it's just mine. After a while, I feel like, well, wow, is this really what I'm supposed to be chasing? Like, is that a thing, right? Is this really a God told Wakia thing? Or is this a Wakia told Wakia thing and she's just trying to say God said it? Because, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. That is totally, totally a thing. <laughs> like, I totally have done that on multiple occasions. Um, so I'm always trying to stop and pause for a minute, take a say and pause just to ask God, Lord, was that really you? You know what I'm saying? Was that really you? Was that really you who said who said that? Was that really clear with you? So when it gets to those places where I don't hear the echo back, like yes, why can't you keep going, or you know what I'm saying? That James Earl Bo- Jones voice come back and say, Yes, keep going. You know what I'm saying? If I don't hear that, that feeling or that or that resonation in my heart. It is it is hard sometimes to, to keep going, especially when you feel like all the lights are out because you feel as if you're you're going along a path that either nobody else has, has walked on or at least if other people have walked on it, nobody, everybody definitely got their back to you because they ain't nobody talking to you through it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and again, maybe it's just me. So I get it. You know, we're all individuals here in this journey. Um, I'm just trying to tell my story so that if you happen to if anything I'm saying connects with you on any way that you can realize that you're not alone. And when you yell out and say, hello, 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 that's not an echo. That's me literally saying hello back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So, so that's what this is about. So let me just tell y'all what I did or what I do, what I did this week in those moments. So first thing I did, First thing, and I'm gonna give y'all my Christian needs right now. The very first thing I did, obviously, was try to pray because, hey, y'all know that's what everybody tell you to do—pray. They tell you to pray. They tell you to get it in, talk to God about it. But see, here's what happened in this last session for me. I tried to talk to God, and even then, I felt like my my prayers was just was just not land, were were falling, like they wasn't going anywhere. Like it was literally like me talking to a chair right now. Like it was nothing. I, that's how I felt, right? And logically, even though I knew Scripture told me that wasn't true, but that's how I felt, right? And so I'm not saying not to pray. I'm saying the first rule of thumb is if you can pray, pray. But we're going to get back to that in a minute. So I tried to pray. I didn't feel like it was successful. I just didn't feel like I was connected to God. I didn't feel like he was still hearing me. Um, Let me be clear. When I have these doubts, and I heard this from Rabbi Zacharias, because um, then I start looking up doubts, because then you start getting associated with doubting and Thomas, and you know don't nobody want to be that. Um, so yeah, all that. So, Rabbi Zacharias had said that doubt is questioning whether God's well, well, yeah, questioning whether God exists. Like, God is not even there to answer the question, right? God is not even real. So there's a difference between doubting God and questioning God. Like, you know, having a question for God, because when you question God, that basically just means that you believe that God exists and he is there to answer because he's there to answer the question. He has the answer to the question that you're seeking, right? So as I was thinking about this whole doubt thing, I was, you know, really trying to understand where do I fall in that spectrum? Like, was I really doubting God or was it just really just questioning God, right? Um, But just knowing that there was a distinction between the two sort of helped me in my (laughs) pursuits of building that trust back up with God, if that makes sense. So, like I was saying, the first thing that you should do, obviously, is pray you know, pray. Um, go to God what it is that you're talking about. But like I said, in this instance, I had a hard time doing that. So let me give you my next step. The next thing I did was I actually called in for reinforcements. I called in my sister squad. <laughs> you know, I've talked about sister squads on this podcast before. You know, your inner circle, your people of trust. You know, we should all have people that we could go to in times of um you know just in time you know we have different people in our lives for different seasons and for different reasons right so as i've said in as i said before my sister squad is a group of women who i can turn to um you know who really who i can be honest with who i can be truthful with and they're honest enough to challenge me and be truthful back to me so you know and 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 there obviously is also and then i also have my husband who i can also go to um you know what I need to, you know, when I, I can also go to, you know, to help me through different things. But obviously women, you know, you can sort of go to your sister squad and you, and you don't have to say all the words for your sister squad, Like Your sister squad can just, you know, they just know, they just get it. You know what I'm saying? Well, with your husband, with my husband on the hand, he definitely gets it, but because of the fact that he is a man and I am a woman, you know, sometimes we speak different languages. Let's just be fair. Um, Well, hey, at least that's just my truth. Right. So what I ended up doing this time was I actually called in my sister squad and I was very honest and very transparent with them. Um, and I didn't call in all of them cause I, I have five of them in my, in my squad, but I literally just went to one or two of them and I was like, listen, this is where my struggle is. And I'm feeling, you know, a little lost. I'm feeling a little, um, deserted, deserted. I'm feeling a little, um, you know, definitely disconnected. Um, and I said, and I am so, and I, and I, and I told him, I, I said, I know that what I should be doing is concentrate on the good things and focus it on all the things that God has done for me. But, you know, while God des- definitely says yes, sometimes his nose are so loud and so resounding, it's hard to get past the clang of the door shutting. You know what I'm saying? And again, maybe that's just my truth. <laughs> right. But in that moment in that particular space, that's where I was. I all I could hear was just the clang of the no. I really could not focus on anything else. So by going to my sister squad and sort of explaining that to, to them, um, it really helped one to to really express out my mouth what it was that I was feeling, which for me, the moment I shed light on a subject and the moment I, because um, once I put it out there, that one put, let give room for saying that I'm not by myself, right? And I think one of the things the enemy tries to do for us is tries to isolate us, right? To make us feel as if we're all alone and nobody else can understand what you're going through. That's a lie, right? And so by me going out and talking about it and really just being honest um, about where I was feeling and allowing someone else to pour into me and pray over me, um, it really sort of helped the situation because it it just made me feel like one, like it was okay for me to be in this space. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay to not be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna have these moments of just uncertainty. The Psalms are filled with moments of uncertainties. <laughs> so it's not like I'm alone here in this, in this moment. And so to go to my sister squad and express this, express this to them and be vulnerable with them, um just gave me a, a moment to pause and and to breathe and it gave me a time to connect which i think is something that we all need to do when you're feeling um when you have that doubt right when you're not sure um that god is listening to you and you have that you know you just you're just not sure like the questions the questions are just, you know, great, right? Cause we all go through different challenges in our life and sometimes things look a little crazy. And you're trying to ask that, that one question, that three, work, three letter question, why? You know what I'm saying? Like That's where it comes from, it's that, it's, it's that space. So going to someone and having them, someone who one, you know, loves you and has your best interest at heart, not just, but who also loves you enough to be truthful, right? Cause it's not just about being having cheerleaders. When you're in that space, of, of feeling lost and feeling like you're disconnected and, and you know from from your from the true source from your vine, it is so important to have people in your circle who can tell you the truth who can question your beliefs right who can just challenge you enough to make you pause you know what I'm saying because if you're anything like me I have to you know if you if you question me. I'm going to pause a moment and give you, a, and, and think it through. Like, I love you enough, especially if I know that you're coming from a place that you're really causing to help me, not to harm me. I will give you, I have enough respect and love for you to stop and pause and listen and really take stock in what you're saying, right? And, and assess, like, really. how do I really fall on that spectrum based off your question? And then based off of that, that also helps gives me clarity, So pray, talk to your sister squad. And then this is what really, um, the third step in this is really what gave me true freedom. And that is um, I started to read God's promises. Like I I went to his word. Now let me be honest with y'all. In that moment, when you are in that space of doubting and questioning God, It's hard for me to just say, Oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, you know, just go to the word and, and as you read the word, things will start to unlock for you. For me, that's not my truth, right? It literally has to be that I have to literally stop and I have to say, Well, Lord, I'm finna I would love to, you know, hear from you because I'm feeling like you're far away from me right now. Um, I'm gonna open this book up and I'm just gonna please give me some kind of direction. So what I ended up doing, I ended up mm-hmm. opening up the Bible. And I literally start looking for, I literally went to my Bible app and I just start looking at, um, I, I start looking up Bible plans for, for promises. Like what are God's promises, right? What are the promises of God? Give me and you know, they're, I think they're like, I don't know. I've heard so many different things from 1600 to 3000. Like I've heard so many, so many different scholars have said so many different things about all the promises of God, um. But I just start reading his promises because I know that his promises are yes or and amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that to be true. Like, in my mind, logically, even though right now I don't see that in my life, I know that to be true, you know? So, again, because I'm a logical being. And so, because I'm logical, I'm quick to want to fall back on the thing that I know, Um know, the thing that I know is is real, right? So when I started going into Bible and I started saying, okay, well, let me just start to read, you know, um, some of his promises to try to understand what God said in this moment. You know what I'm saying? And I'm reading these promises really to see if these promises are really something that I can even believe, that I can even, something I can even, you know, ascribe to, you know, because at that point, because of the fact that the lack of, the doubt is coming from a lack of trust, right? Because trust is that thing where your experiences are telling you, you know, that, that you, trust comes from having all these different experiences and you know that when you sit in that chair, it's gonna catch you, right? You know that it's gonna check, catch you because you've sat in it a million times already, <laughs> right? So you have that trust there. But the moment you sit in that chair and that chair wobbles or it crack, crinks a certain way or it's a little shaky, from that point forward, every time you sit down, you're going to sit down with caution because you don't really trust it. And then the more you hear it creaking, mm, you're either going to take decisions to stand and just not even sit in the chair, or you're going to sit, you know, you're going to sit with it on, you're barely going to put your weight on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what trust looks like to me. And so I know that once God, once I felt as if God had walked away from me or abandoned me or whatever the case, or just wasn't answering me. Like, I didn't feel he had abandoned me or walked away. I just felt he was not answering. And literally, I felt as if I was crying out, Lord, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Speak, Lord, speak. You know what I'm saying? And so as I'm doing all of this and I don't hear anything, nothing coming from heaven. Hmm, that's so good. Nothing coming from heaven. Then for me, I'm just like, where are you? Now you've abandoned me, <laughs> right? You know you know what I'm saying? You're not even listening. Because it has never been a And I've I've always said that I've always believed that God is real. I've always believed he was real. I've always believed that he can do any and everything. That has never been my challenge. My challenge always fell in the line of, can he do that for me, though? (laughs) No, will he do that for me? Not can he, because, again, the question is clear. I mean, the answer is clear. He can do all things. That That is without a doubt in my mind. The doubt was coming from will he. Will he do it for me? right um and so that's where that doubt for me was coming from and but i found that going into the bible and reading just literally lead, reading his promises and trying to understand um that he got my back right and that even though it doesn't look like he's he's moving that he got me so like one of the promises that that caught me right away was uh Deuteronomy 31 and 8 and it reads the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So that one alone sort of just brought me so much peace because it tells me right there that God is with me, right? And he go, that he's, he's right, he's with me and he goes in front of me. So the very thing that I'm thinking about that Lord, like what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He's already in that, <laughs> that next step already clearing the way from me in that next step. All I have to do is remember the last thing he said and keep t- going towards where he told me to go. Like, remember the last thing he said and just keep moving. And and knowing in my heart that he is not going to leave me. Like, he has not left me. He will go before me, he will be behind me. He got my back all the way around. And then I don't have to be afraid. And it wasn't really a, well, we did talk about fear a little bit, but you know, when it comes down to a lot of doubt, a lot of times you're feeling that, you know, it's just so discouraging, right? It's, it's so discouraging. It's so hard is the word that we normally use. So the fact that he knew he could name the emotion that I was feeling and speak directly to that and say, no, don't be discouraged. I got you. Like, you know, I got you, which basically tells me if you're, if the Bible is telling me not to be discouraged, that means that God already knew that I would be discouraged. right like that's the thing like my my whole situation I got going on was not a surprise to him and so just understanding that like that alone sort of speaks to my truth because the first thing I want to say is wow before I even got to when I first started to pray like I remember I talked about in that first step about prayer it was hard for me to pray because I couldn't even open up enough to understand where I was in the first place to be able to say what was wrong right I couldn't even name the emotion but the moment you know, I, I see the word discouragement and that's like, wow, that's exactly what I'm feeling right now. Like I'm feeling that I'm, I'm just discouraged. I'm just sad. Right. And so um, his promises, just reading his promises are the things that sort of hold me and, and sort of gave me peace in that moment. Or like John 16 and 33, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Absolutely beautiful. Right? So that is just basically saying, one, I love the fact that he acknowledges that you're going to have trouble. Like, this thing is not going to be easy, people. It is not going to be easy. (laughs) But it's all right. Take heart. Be at ease. Rest easy. Relax. I have overcome this. Like, this is okay. And because you're connected to me, then you will be okay. Like that is what that's saying to me. And the fact that he's saying that I've told you all this stuff in the first place, so that when you start to have troubles in your, your life, you already have these words hidden in your heart, right? You already know, you already know this stuff is coming. You already know how to handle it. So I'm telling you this in advance so that you know how to handle this moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Don't get discouraged. Troubles will come, but it's okay. Relax. I got it because I've overcome all this. And I think that those are some of the scriptures that really helped me, that really um, resonated with me. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it's like another one that got me to, was like Psalm 32 and eight. It was, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I would counsel you with my loving eye on you. And for me, like I said initially, my thing was like, Lord, which way should I go? What should I go? <laughs> what, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? What step should I take next? You know what I'm saying? But the fact that God even knew that this was even gonna be an issue for me in the first place just blows my mind. Like his word is so alive and so present day. So present day but we have to be in a place where we're open to receive it and we have to seek it. Like we have to literally seek after it because the enemy would love to get you. Like, like you know, remember when Jesus told Peter, like the enemy would love to shift you like wheat. You know what I'm saying? Like he would love to get you. He would love to keep you in that place of confusion and doubt and double-mindedness. Like he would love to keep you there because he knows if he keep you there, then you can't be in alignment with God, right? And he knows once he gets you to that place, then you're caught. Mission accomplished, says Satan. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so our job is to not just walk through this place of uncertainty, but to hold on to what we believe while we're there, right? Believe your beliefs and doubt your doubts. That's a famous quote. I don't know who said it, but yeah, that don't belong to me. (laughs) So I'm just letting letting y'all know that in advance. But yeah, you know, so so that's how that that works. So I would say, you know, pray, talk to your friends, you know, talk to somebody else when you still feel like you're not getting any breakthroughs. And then go to the word. Go to and I'm just gonna say that's what worked for me. I'm sure there are gonna be other people out here who who is so much more um they're they're their connection with God and their and their spirituality is in a different space than mine but I'm going to tell y'all ladies what worked for me and I mean this was like a, like a, within the last week or so right so and literally after I went to the word and I started reading these promises it just sort of cleared this thing off of me and I just felt this peace like I just had this ever this this peace of just it's okay, and I'm not by myself. And I was also playing worship music. Like I started playing, listening to worship more and more worship music, and just having it in the background. You know what I'm saying? Not even knowing if I actually am receiving it at that point, but I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna flood myself with it because I decided I was gonna concentrate. I was gonna try my best to focus on the thing that I believe. Cause believe your beliefs and doubt your doubts, right? So the fact that I was trying, I was there was any seeds of doubt in my heart about God, I was already looking at that sideways like, mm. I don't know. That looked a little shady. I don't know, you know, and trying to really lean on what I really believed and understanding why I believed it. You know what I'm saying? Because here's a trick, ladies. We all will believe something. That is truth. What you get to choose is whether or not you're going to believe in God or not. And if you choose not to believe in him, that is completely your right. That is completely up to you because God is a gentleman and he gives you complete rights to choose. But it also means that 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 also means that you have to deal with all the things that come your way and it's all based on you. Like you're the only one carrying your burden. And don't get me don't get me wrong, you know. We all bout about it. We all super strong, independent women. We got us a black, the first black um, vice president woman now and we just doing our thing. Like we are, what? Listen, started from the bottom, now we here. You know what I'm saying, we all that. <laughs> but in truth, We don't really have to be, (laughs) right? Because we have someone who is willing to take those burdens from us and at least carry the load. And so lastly, we go back to where we started, which is pray. After I had tried to pray the first time and it didn't really work for me, and I went and talked to my squad and told them how I was really feeling, I went to the Word and and started reading God's promises. I started praising God, listening to more worship worship um, music, trying to praise him and trying to connect with him for, more fully. Somewhere in between all of that, my heart began to open up and I was able to receive what he was saying to me, just completely receive it and just believe it without a shout out, you know what I'm saying, without any doubts at that point, right? Just being able to really believe it, leaning into it fully. At that point, then I was able to go back and pray. And this time when I prayed, I prayed from a different place, right? I prayed from a place of being just as transparent with God as I was with my super sister squad, like just as transparent using the words that I had already found using words to describe the emotions I was feeling like, you know, um, discouragement, abandonment, fear, like, you know, I'm just, and you know, and then telling God, look, Lord, I don't know why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I don't know, you know, what I know this is like my issue. This is the problem I'm at right now. This is the, this is my place of uncertainty but coming from a place of telling God that, Lord, I don't know how it's supposed to be fixed. I'm just telling you this is how I feel. And I'm asking you to do something about it. Like, I don't know what you're going to do about it. I don't know the how. I'm just saying, this is where I am now. And I'm asking you to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? And being very vulnerable and transparent with God and saying, and dependent, that's the word, dependent on him and saying, listen, I don't know. I don't know how to fix this thing here. I don't know what you want going to do next. I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) like really, in truth, I don't know. But I'm just gonna have to believe that you got it. You know, you got it. I can't remember, I think it was Job. Um, I wanna say it is Job, hmm, wait one moment. Let me just look it up really quickly here. Um, I wanna say that it is Job 42 and 2. Job 42 and two says, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop and no one can stop you, right? So I know you can do anything and no one can stop you. So what that right there means to me, if I put that in relating directly to me and my plan, that means that nothing that I plan to accomplish in my life can be stopped if that's what God has for me, right? If that's what his his plan for me is, there's nothing that can stop that. And so if I really believe that in my heart that God is all powerful and that he can do anything, I now have to believe that not only can he, but he will do that for me. And just because he said no yesterday, he could have said no yesterday because either I wasn't ready for that or the people who I have to interface with aren't ready for it yet. But that does not mean that his plan for me is still in true. His plan in me is still in play. And as long as I'm breathing then that means that he is still going to execute that plan. All I have to do is be obedient to what his last words to me were, stay focused and keep my eyes on him. So once I started to pray from a place of just being completely open and honest, I said to him what I had to say to him, very clear, crisp tones. And what I had to say, very, very honest, very deliberate, um, just put my heart out there on the line. And then I just started to praise God for all the things that he had already done. Like I didn't harp on the, on the issue that I was still dealing with. I didn't harp on, the, on, the, on, the, on my issue. I stopped, I stopped harping on it. I, I told him this was my issue and said, hey, Lord, I just need you to fix it. Like, I don't know what you're going to do, but I, I'm going to need you to fix it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, but you got it. So you got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I just literally start praising God for all the things that he had already fixed or all the things he had already did. And I'm going to be honest with y'all ladies, because of my current space, while I was feeling better, I was still very tender. I was still very vulnerable. So I was literally starting that stuff like, Lord, you got me up this morning and I woke up this morning and I felt great. Like I had no headaches. I you know, I was able to work out a little bit today. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, my refrigerator had food in it. You know what I'm saying? My car's still running. Like I literally was able to just go with these things, not even looking at the bigger things yet, right? Not even looking at the things that were the life changers <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know you know literally I was starting with you know oh you know I was able to you know walk today and I didn't have any problems or you know whatever that looked like like I you know I was literally at that level and just really just starting to think about thank God for the things he had did for me today like what had he done for me today that was a, that was praiseworthy enough just for me to stop and say thank you and I made it in my I made it my I made the decision to focus on those things and those things alone and then I started praying for other people. Like, Lord, you know, I'm so, you know, it's just praying for my family and praying for my friends and, and you know, you know, thinking about people who was, you know, who I had seen on TV and, you know, struggles, you know, our political system, I just, I just stopped praying. I just started praying for everything else other than me. Like I just literally took me out of the equation. And then lastly, I just thanked him. Like I just, you know, I just literally just thanked him for his faithfulness, right? Thanked him for his faithfulness. And I asked him to forgive me for my disbelief because that is a thing. I'm saying, just forgive me for that. You know what I'm saying, and just give me peace and give me clarity and help me not to get in this space again. But help me to realize that you were right there with me the whole time. And this is none of this is a surprise to him. So I hope and I pray that (laughs) this quick (laughs) um, session was really helpful to you all. I mean, you know that my heart is really just to be a source of encouragement to you and to provide you as much um, inspiration and motivation as possible to move on to the next step and and to take that next step and and continue your journey, right? And to have peace in this middle, right? Because we're all in a transition. We're all transitioning from one thing to another. I just want to be the voice to help you get to your next step. You know what I'm saying? I pray every day that when I open my mouth up, that God use me to be that for you. And if this right here has been helpful for you, all I ask you to do is share it. Share it. (laughs) Share it. You know, because if it helped you, it may help your sister girl. You know what I'm saying? It may help her friend. It may help her friend. And you know, that's what we want to do. We should all want each one of us to get to that next space and be be better along this journey, right? Like I said, you're never alone when you scream out in the darkness and you say hello and you hear that echo, it's not, it's literally me saying hello back. You're never alone. So I pray that you find peace and thank you so much for your time. Be blessed until we speak again.